The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like our show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. And if you want your own podcast, we can produce one for you. Go to pod617.com. It's what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network in our Westwood Mass studios or anywhere around the globe by the use of the Internet thing and a USB microphone. You could be the next podcast star. Go to pod617.com to get started. Speaking of stars, I got a star on the line right now in the world of events, all kinds of VIP stuff. He's been on the show before. I'm glad he's back. Brandon Gilson is in the virtual studio. Yes, Brandon is here. How you doing, man? I had your... I'll have him back on. I had your sound potted down, otherwise known as bad podcasting. So let me ask you again. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, David. How about yourself? <laughs> Not too bad. Not too bad. So so your outfit is the Best Seats VIP, Best Seats VIP, thebestseatsvip.com, by the way, on the interwebs. And as I recall, you find a great ticket. I mean, they're not free. You got to pay for them. But you find great tickets and great seats and exclusive type events for your clients. Yeah. Do I have that kind of right? Yeah, you know, um, we are, you know, well, fun guys here know who to call when they're looking to have a good time, David. You know, whether that's the best of the best, you know, seat for a concert, for a game, you know, like they want to meet a celebrity, they want to you know, hang out with Taylor Swift backstage, you know, they want to fly, you know, private to the Super Bowl. We have access to it, so. Wow. And how long have you been doing this? Yeah, so I started the uh, business, David, back in 2012. Mm, okay. Wow, you're like you're growing old right before my eyes, Brandon. He's if you you can't see Brandon, it's a podcast. He's a young man, but um, all the more impressive in, in what you've done. What what are the event now? Do you end up going to these events as well, or not necessarily? Yeah, so good question that I do get a lot. Um, I would say you know that I go to about fifty, sixty percent of the events and experiences that you see us put together. More times than not, David, our clients are you know cool and they are good to go up on their own so that we tell them where to be when to be and they are all set mm. um, but i love concerts you know i love basketball you know, so i go to a lot of the games i go to a lot of shows personal reasons too mm. so yeah when i went with some friends to las vegas our big shot friend who was leading the trip hired a, a guy I, I forget if what he was called or maybe he was just the hookup guy i forget but anyway we he, he hired him and so the guy like would meet us when we got to the hotel and and then he'd escort us into clubs and stuff. And, and so he was just the man who, who got us like into every place. And we did now we paid him, I think, I mean, but, but it was, but it was worth it. And you kind of feel like a big yeah. shot and you're in some ways, you're that version of this guy in Boston. Yeah. What's, what are some of the things over the past year or so that you've been to and helped clients to get to that, 
are particularly memorable? Yeah, there's been a lot, and especially since last time that you and I spoke, because when I was on here the uh, first time, it was like the start of the pandemic, so there was you know not much happening. But right. I mean, since then, yeah, we've done a lot. We do over a thousand experiences every single year. We've done sweet rentals and sweet outings for the Bruins, the Celtics, concerts. We are gearing up for Bruce Springsteen. will be here in less than a week. We've done trips to the Super Bowl, gearing up. For festival season as well, courtside at the Celtics, meet with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, pregame, on-field access for the Patriots games. We've done a lot. Do you typically work with companies, corporations, organizations, anybody? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we work with everybody, David. Our, you know, bread and butter lies within the B2B world, working with businesses, law firms, accounting firms, wealth management, real estate agents, car dealerships. And working their staff and their staff will call us, say, you know, Brandon, I'm looking to take up the family. I'm looking to take up my friends and I. We want to go have a really good time at the Celtics or Morgan Walling or Madonna. So we have a really cool, exclusive corporate VIP membership for businesses. Mm -hmm. So, oh, when you say membership, you mean membership to your company? Exactly. Okay. So how does that work? Yeah. So. Good question. So once your business activates corporate VIP membership, David, mm. all the staff members in that office get access to us. Mm. So now once their business is a VIP member, they can call us seven days a week, 24-7, looking for tickets, travel, VIP, hospitality, um, everything. Mm. So what do you offer that I can't get by going on to StubHub or Seeky? Sure. Well, we definitely don't speak on those names around here, David. Those names are forbidding. <laughs> well, they're not sponsors uh, of the show, so maybe I shouldn't yeah. have uh, mentioned them. So those websites, you know, for like example, David, those are just an online, you know, a transactional website. You know, there's no personal touch. There's no customization. And so the way you know that we differ is it's the customer service, white glove service. We customize, we tailor each and every order, package, experience to, you know, what your budget is. We have, you know, really cool add-on experiential things where it's not just tickets. It's going in early, going on the field of Fenway, going backstage at concerts, going in early for a pre-show party backstage with food and drinks and swag. So we add that experiential access. So it's not just you go online, you buy tickets, you go to the game, and then you go home. Mm. Um, So... It's a more tailored service. Now, Taylor Swift is coming to town and you have a special deal going on, a special raffle. We're going to get to that in one moment. It's called a teaser. That's called a teaser in the podcast business, uh, Brandon. Now, you you probably know about that. You're you're in the entertainment business. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I probably asked you the last time you were on the show, but I don't care because I still want to hear your answers. What was, uh, what's been the most memorable sporting event you've ever attended live? Yeah, I mean, it was hands down without question, uh, the 2008 Celtics NBA championship. We were there, you know, my brother and I, when they won the championship. And I don't know what else can top that. I mean, you know, that was super special. And you just never know. Like, you may never see that in your life ever again. I'm hoping that we do, especially, you know, this year. But being there for that was epic. Yeah, the only sad thing about that, oh, it's not a sad thing. I mean, that was a, that was a great great year but i kind of felt like it was the start of something and not the end of something it kind of it ended up being you know matter of speaking the end of something but oh here's uh here's kevin garnett that that night you were there yep anything's possible anything's possible (laughs) anything is possible when you have kevin garnett um ray allen and paul pierce on your team right so uh, yeah you like the celtics chances this year 
Well, in, yeah. In the playoffs. I mean, I was just telling a client, David, I mean, if the Bruins and Celtics don't win it all this year, their seasons will be a bust. <laughs> I mean, the way that they're playing, especially at the Bruins. Well, you're kind of right. I mean, it, it's the, the being, I'm not a huge Bruins fan, but I, I, like everyone else, have marveled at what they've done this year. It's it's stunning. Yeah. And, but uh, unfortunately, when anyone mentions it, they also bring up the fact that most, most team, well, I guess more than half teams probably that have broken regular season win records have not gone on to win the title. And, and nobody yeah. wants that. Of course, we all remember the Patriots and what was that? Oh eight, oh nine. Um, Giants. Yeah. yeah, and of course the Golden State Warriors famously did it as well. What's what's been the most memorable concert you've ever been to? Oh, that's a good question, David. I've been on stage for Wiz Khalifa, which was awesome. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Who's a hip hop artist? Oh, I know who Wiz Khalifa is. Not that old. <laughs> that was for our listeners, right? Yeah. Yeah. My father, brother, and I love the Killers, who we're going oh, to yeah. see in uh, two weeks. I mean, we've seen them 20 plus times in every show that we go to for them is awesome. I mean, I've been to hundreds and hundreds of a show, so it's not for me to say just one, but Bruce Springsteen, Coldplay, Kings of Leon. So so you've met a lot of famous people, I imagine, in your travels. Yeah. Can you think of an example of someone? I won't ask you who the biggest asshole was because that probably wouldn't be nice. But is there someone that you met that you were surprised at how down to earth they were or you had a particularly memorable interaction with? There's been a handful of hip hop artists like uh, Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller, Big Sean, Russ. Nine out of ten times, they meet the artist, the celebrity, the actor, the athlete. You know, they're cool as hell. You know, they're down to earth and they are just like us. But yeah, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, I sometimes read those. Uh, it's like clickbait articles online that say that have a collection of recounts of interactions with celebrities. It, usually, about usually, it's by like a waiter at a at a restaurant. And he's explaining right. how so and so. And when I I'm going down and I'm reading and I'll see like Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, I'll be like, oh, I really hope Tom Hanks was nice because I like to think of him as nice, and he was nice. And usually there are, right. and then there are always a few people, few of them that aren't so nice, but. At any rate, see, when, when you're the absolute king of the entertainment industry, you'll remember the little people like me. Right, Brandon? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Of course, they. Okay, thanks. All right, so let's... Who's the one celebrity that you would want to have a drink with or sit down in? I guess my answer would be Billy Joel. He's always been my guy since I was like 12 years old. And he's... I like him because he's... Uh, I love his music, but also he's he's brash, but he's but he's also was willing to admit... When he screws up, he 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 was in Russia for a, a series of concerts. I think it was Russia. This happened, and anyway, this he got really upset at the sound guy, or something happened, and he ended up flipping over the his keyboard. Huge temper tantrum, and then afterwards they asked him about it. He said, "Yeah, it was a real prick. It was a real prima donna act." So I like to think that the, you know, none of us are perfect, and he's made a lot of mistakes right. in his life. He's I think he's been arrested. He's he's had married and remarried and divorced and all these kind of things. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, if you could hook that up when you get a chance, I'll, I'll sit down with Billy Joel. Him and uh, Stevie Nicks are going to be in a Foxborough in uh, September. I don't know if uh, you saw that, but oh, they're they're going to play Foxborough. Really? Okay, yeah. no, I didn't see that because you because obviously he he still he comes to Fenway every year, and I've taken my yeah. son a couple times. All right, I got my eye on that. All right, so yeah, tell us about uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, so as I'm sure, David, I mean, the the buzz and the demand around Taylor's whole entire, you know, tour has been absolutely crazy. And we're dealing with the online fiasco about not getting tickets and Ticketmaster crashing and 
all that crazy fun stuff. So over the past you know, four or five months, David, we've been helping out our clients with guaranteed authentic tickets, obviously, which has been awesome. And then two weeks ago, I decided to roll out a, a raffle mm-hmm. so that folks could purchase raffle tickets for their chance to win two uh, VIP club tickets for her show on May 21st, Foxborough, Gillette Stadium with VIP parking. And I partnered up with the American Cancer Society so that all, sorry, so that 18% of all ticket raffle proceeds will be going to them. Okay. Um, And we already have shy of about 50 raffle tickets uh, sold and each raffle ticket is only $100. You know, so for $100, if you're chance to win, two VIP seats and parking pass. The value of that, David, is about $8,000. Wow. Um, yeah, crazy. So v- VIP seats. So uh, where about? Are we in the, in the first 10 rows? So the best of the best. So okay. the VIP club seats right. are right over by like the stage and you get to have access to an indoor lounge mm. with food and drinks, you know, shorter lines for the bars, priority entry as well. So super clutch. And the best of the best. All right. Where do you go to buy the raffle tickets? I'm going to buy one. Yes. So folks can email me. They can call me, David. They can buy as many as they want. We have some folks that are buying one ticket. A couple of folks have bought uh, 10 tickets. And yeah, they can call me. They can leave. They can text me and they can let me know know, how many. So I I take it they can get in touch with you through uh, thebestseatsvip.com. Is that right? But tell uh, what's your email address? Go ahead and give it out to everybody. Yeah. So my email, Damon, is Brandon. So my first name, at, and then it's thebestseatsvip.com. So mm-hmm. Brandon at thebestseatsvip.com. Okay. Email Brandon, and it's 100 bucks. And listen, if you lose, the American Cancer Society wins, right? Exactly. So, hey, check. come on. Any, any others? You've mentioned a bunch, but yeah. we're starting to get to the point where you look ahead to the summer concerts and... And those are always just so more, so much more fun. Although nothing wrong with a good concert in the garden. I, I personally, l- let me ask you actually, before we get to, going to Fenway to see a concert, it has its, its charm. To me, the charm wears off. If I know you, you probably don't want to discriminate, but sure or false. I mean, certain places are, around here are better than others. Hundred percent. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, so uh, yeah, tell us, tell us, give us a rundown of a couple places that you either like or kind of. Don't Have you been to the one in the Seaport, David? It's now called the Leader Bank Pavilion. Yeah, of course. It's it's yeah. it's been it's had so many different names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that was one of my favorite ones for a summer show. You know, beautiful spot on the water, restaurants, bars there. I mean, that's one that I love for the summer shows. Yeah, and the the, because, the pavilion yeah. the pavilion part of that place is great because you get. Yeah, beer stands and, and hot dog stands and everything else, and it's uh, and it it makes for a better experience. Yes, sorry, you were saying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, so that one I uh, definitely love. Fenway is a little tricky because if you've been there, the position of where the stage is by like the green monsters, a little tricky to see. But we always have uh, luxury boxes ready to go for all the shows there. The vantage point is perfect. It's spacious, luxurious, and our clients go crazy over that. See that? I, I mean, I'm not an idiot. I would do that if someone invited me to sit in the, the box at Fenway to see Billy Joel or Guns N' Roses yep. or who, or whoever. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, I think, that, and I'm sure they've thought of this. I'm sure they tried to do it right. The the owners of the Henry Group, say what you want about them, but they've only brought us four championships people, and they didn't used to have concerts at Fenway Park before these guys took over. 
So it was great. Yeah. But I, I, I take it it's just because of the layout of the thing. There really are no great seats. I mean, if you're in a club, that those are that's great, period, yeah. if you're in a box. But even the people in the front row are looking up at the stage, and there's a gap there, and it just there's no energy between the act and the, it's nothing like at the garden or or even at xfinity center where right. you kind of feel close to the i've become a snob with this stuff as i get old i, I kind of don't want to go unless i have good seats but but fenway is like i don't know it's like you go see it's like a billy joel party it's not really seeing billy joel because you end up watching the jumbotron the whole time because he's so That's freaking cool. far away yeah. anyway all right well i don't mean to trash on fenway park it's just uh it is a national treasure. So, yeah, looking forward to the summer. Any yeah, events any, any events you want to shout out besides those you've already mentioned? Well, there's going to be a Bruce Springsteen, Taylor Swift, Morgan Wallen, Madonna, Pink, Zach Brown Band, Sam Hutt, Sam Smith, Beyonce, Metallica, John Mayer. I mean, there's just hundreds and hundreds of big events that will be happening. So I didn't realize Mad- Madonna was touring and, and good for yeah. her. I mean... She's on the older side, but she's certainly no older than Billy Joel or Elton John or some of these people yeah. that keep picking around. Where Do you know what venue she's playing? Yeah. So she has uh, two shows dated, uh, okay. PD Garden. Okay. Um, she announced the first one, obviously, and, and then within a couple hours, that one sold like crazy. And yeah. then she says, I'm going to have a second show, Dave. So have you ever have you ever seen her? Have I you haven't ever? yet, David. Yeah, I haven't either. I would love to. Yeah, I'm told she she put. I don't know what kind of show she puts on these days, but she used to put on a great show. Anyway, before we go, Brandon and I are going to play a quick round of good stuff where we'll both recommend something good for you, the listening audience. I'll remind you one more time to get in touch with Brandon. Don't forget to go to thebestseatsvip.com. Before we get to good stuff, let me remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. It's pod617.com where you go if you want your own podcast. We'll produce the whole show from soup to nuts. We'll send you out a USB microphone. If you want to do it from the comfort of your own home, you can come right in here to our cozy Westwood Mass studios. It's uh, a great way to connect with your clientele. It's a great way to you invite your pro- prospective clients or clients as, to be guests on your show, and they'll be amazed at the quality product that we put out, pod617.com. In pod, we trust. All right, let's play a round of good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. I did not give Brandon a lot of time to prepare for this. So, but I, I nonetheless, I'm confident he'll come up with something good. What do you have to recommend to our audience, Brandon? Let me hear you go first, David. Okay. <laughs> it's, this has never happened before, but I, I, I'm happy to go first. So, I, so good stuff is supposed to be recommending something good. I'm going to recommend something very half heartedly. There's a new show on Netflix, it's a, a documentary, and it's about that plane, that Malaysian Airlines plane, you remember, that, that disappeared. You remember that, right, Brandon? I take it. Yes. Yep. And so it's a documentary called MH370. It's the, obviously, that's the flight, the plane that disappeared. And just for the heck of it, I'll play a little bit of the trailer. Brandon, you can watch. The rest of you can listen. Planes go up, planes go down. What planes don't do is just vanish off the face of the earth. 
We have breaking news. Malaysia Airlines confirms it has lost contact with a plane carrying 227 passengers. It seems to have vanished into the net. What do we tell the family members? What do we tell the media? My daughter asked me, where is Papa? It's just so unimaginable. I felt completely shattered. I lived in denial about the plane having some sort of crash. The world stops. It's not possible. It's a nightmare. Réveillez moi. What happens next is like a rip in the fabric of reality. Theories about the missing plane are going viral. It's possible it was hijacked. We don't know. This very mysterious and very suspicious cargo. A pilot's home flight simulator was removed by police. I have the real evidence. It's there. And you can't deny that. All right. Never in history. I'm going to pot it down here. So the trailer's pretty good. I'll give them that. <laughs> Here's the problem with the show. And I'm sorry if this ruins it for anyone. Now, first of all, this is not a spoiler, because if you follow the news even somewhat, you know that the plane disappeared off of radar. They couldn't figure out what happened to it, and it was never found. And they have a, a pretty good idea of wh- where it is. It's likely at the, where else can it be? Un- unless it was scooped up by aliens. We haven't heard from the aliens yet. If it was an act of terrorism, we haven't heard from the terrorism, t- terrorists yet. And the plane's at the bottom of the ocean. It's, it's very sad. It was a tragedy. So Netflix rarely misses the mark like this, but it's just stretched out. And the one guy's voice you heard that said, planes go up, planes go down. What they don't do is disappear. He's this aviation journalist that, which, by the way, I didn't know those existed, but who just has a lot of different theories. And he changes his theory from time to time. And he ends up going on CNN and talking about it. If you like a lot of shots of a guy peering over his own uh, laptop and and theorizing about things, then this is the show for you. So, sorry. This is supposed to be good stuff. There are a few things that I learned, but it's not. It's uh, just because a plane disappears. It doesn't mean it needs to be a documentary if you can't tell us what happened. Okay, enough about about me. Brandon, how about you? You got something? So before I go into that, I was about to start that last night. He called us because I'm actually fascinated by that. But you just planted the seed, Dave, and then I'm not going to be out. Oh, no, no, I feel terrible. I mean, make your own judgment. I watched the first. Uh, I know the story. Like when the trailer came out for that, I was like pumped. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, are we you know, going to like figure out like more? Same with me. And, yeah. So same with me. And it is a fascinating conundrum because they truly didn't find the plane. Although as the. What about the black box, though? Like there's no proof or no evidence of any sort of. Well, they don't. They don't. They don't have the black box, right? They, they would need to have the black box in order to. The, the 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 communication with the plane completely went black at a certain point, and they've got nothing after that. There were some whispers that the family members were calling the, the people on the plane and that the phones were actually ringing through rather than going straight to voicemail, meaning maybe they were still, the, the, they could have traced the phones, but that didn't pan out. I don't know. theory that the plane crashed and that's it. Yeah, well, there is again a little bit of a spoiler alert here, I guess. I mean, it it's there is it is explained how the the theory as to what path the plane took changed and eventually they came to the conclusion that the now it's still just a theory because they still can't prove it, but from the data they have, they think the plane actually reversed directions, not quite reversed, but took like a sharp left turn and went off course they don't know why there's a theory one theory would be just you don't need to be the aviation journalist to theorize this that that the the pilot either had some sort of breakdown or or was suicidal or something 
There's nothing in the pilot's past that, that suggests that, though. So they have an idea as to, based on certain data, I guess, as to where the plane went down, and it's in the ocean. And you know why they can't find it? Because the ocean's friggin' huge. And, and they've been, so, and they've been so, like the, the search area is as big as the continental United States. So imagine trying to search. The, yeah. I mean, yes, a plane is huge, but it's not huge when compared, compared to the entire United States. Right. So, so I'm sorry, Brandon, but you, so you know, I won't be watching that. Tonight. Well, now in fairness, I've only seen the first two thirds of it and then I bailed. So maybe it gets interesting at the end. I don't know. All right. TV shows, The Last of Us, which is on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Your Honor, which is season two with uh, Brian Cranston on Showtime. Watching them both. You and I are in sync, I Brandon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So besides Brian Cranston, who's your favorite character on Your Honor? Oh, the father. Oh. The gang uh, Baxter. Yeah, Jimmy Baxter, right. Jimmy Baxter. Yeah, I mean, he crushes that role first off. Like, he's, like, perfect for it, and he's just a badass. Yeah, that actor, and I always uh, Michael Stolbarg, is probably the guy who's, but you don't necessarily know his name. I admit, I just yeah. had to look up his name. And the guy's been in Coen Brothers uh, movies. He's been in uh, he's been in all kinds of TV shows and stuff, and so he's he's terrific as the gangster. He's so yeah evil, and yet his wife is even more evil. And then, yeah, The Last of Us it, it it's it's got so much hype around it. But to me, every episode keeps getting better. It's great, right? So good, yeah, so good, yeah, love it. And suddenly, yeah. Pedro Pascal is the biggest star on the planet. He's got that, and he's got the the Mandalorian. It was pretty good on Saturday Night Live. All right, Brandon, I hope you had a good time. You're a fantastic guest per usual. Anything, Thank you. Thank you. Anything we left out other than for a good time, call Brandon, right? Yeah. And mark down on your calendar, September 24th. Okay. I'm going to take care of you. My treat for Billy Joel and Stevie Nick. Oh, so stop sure it. that you're free that night. I'm serious. Uh, all right. Look at me in a little note. Right oh, here. All right. September 23, Fox Bar. I'll figure out a way how to get there. Because parking there is a mess. But... Two tickets I, on the house. Oh my goodness! I'm crawling over here. By the way, will I will I find a way to to get to Foxborough? I live in Foxborough. How about that? Great. <laughs> anyway, walk over to the stadium. Yes. Well, you're the best, Brandon. Tell us the best the way best to get seats. The best seat VIP.com. Brandon Gilson. You can email me. You can call me. I'm always mailed. There you go. A hundred bucks for a raffle ticket, a chance to to go VIP style to Taylor Swift and do some good for the American Cancer Society. And I'm going to buy my ticket. That's for sure. Thanks so much, Brandon. Everyone else, thanks for uh, listening to the Boston Podcast. On behalf of, of Brandon, my new best friend. He was my best friend before. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. If you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody.